You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Food Code. Hi, I'm excited for this one. I am too because I think so many people struggle with this. Mm-hmm. Especially, I think this happens the most with people that are coming from a rather unhealthy lifestyle. Like people that have a lot of friends that want to go out every weekend and, you know, well, now that we're in COVID life, it's not necessarily going out every weekend, but people that want to drink every weekend and that eat a lot of fast food maybe or don't enjoy cooking very much right now. And, you know, making the switch to picking a healthier lifestyle for yourself is hard when everyone around you mm-hmm. is not doing the same. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how to deal with peer pressure, mm-hmm. judgment of other people or the you know, just snide comments, yep. annoying comments. And don't be that person, guys. I know. <laughs> Come on. Like if someone's trying to be better for themselves, don't be that person that ruins that. Like who are you? Come on. And also if you are the person trying to make a change – don't assume that everyone is judging you if no one has said anything to you about it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't think that by someone looking at you eating something healthy, they think you're a horrible person because you picked the salad instead of the burger. I think sometimes they put that in their own mind, mm-hmm. right? Because they're making a change. Everyone else around them is, you know, not changing or yep. just doing the things that they feel good about in their mm-hmm. own life uh, or maybe don't feel good about it in their own life. You never really know. Nope, you don't. And here's what I will tell you that I've learned. People really don't care what you eat. No. They care about what they eat. Okay. Yes. If they want to be indulging in cheese curds and French fries and all the pizza and everything, let them do that. Like, why yeah. do you care so much? Right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if someone's health, you should care. But they really don't care what you eat. No. They're going to look at you. They're going to feel a little guilty because they chose the yep. unhealthier food. But at the end of the day, they're not really judging you. No, guys. And if someone you had as a friend you lose as a friend because you decided to not go drinking every night of the weekend and you decided to start picking salads instead of going to fast food every time maybe they weren't the best friend for you i for sure uh lost friends when i changed my Mm -hmm. lifestyle because i stopped going out to the bars and you know happy hours all the time and then i would go to the gym and they didn't want to do that and so i was not as you know, in with them. And so eventually, yeah, those relationships faded. And what it tells you at the end of the day is if they can't support you in different seasons of your life, then yeah, they probably shouldn't be a close friend at least. Yeah. Like my husband jokes all the time. He's like, yeah, when you used to be fun, when like before, when I, we used to do Sunday fun day every weekend and like before I started caring and before I lost 45 pounds, like, but he loves me regardless. And so it's a joke, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, people will make those comments sometimes. And I think that he thinks it's funny because obviously he's still married to me. So he doesn't, (laughs) it didn't make him stop liking me, but you drinking does not equate you being fun. No. Well, I mean, I think that there's definitely more fun to be had sometimes, sometimes, which is why I enjoy wine. (laughs) But, (laughs) but I think really what it boils down to is different seasons of life we are going to notice that we have different circles, right? And, you know, even in motherhood, it's yeah. hard to kind of hang out with your other friends that don't totally. have kids because 
you know, I don't go out and go to the clubs until two or four o'clock in the morning. And I don't necessarily think that that's cool because I'm a grandma and I like to go to bed at like 9 p.m. I don't last past 830 to 9 p.m. Me, me neither. I turn into a zombie. I either have to be on that like high of uh, alcohol and be a couple drinks. In. I need Adderall. I'll be totally honest. <laughs> if you want me lasting for like a wedding or something, please provide me with some form of Adderall so that I can stay awake for you. <laughs> That's so funny. No, I just like, I feel like I get to that like peak where it's like, okay, if I go to that fourth drink, then I'm like ready to hang out and <laughs> let's have all kinds of fun. Otherwise I'm like, I'm exhausted. And I'm going to bed and it's like eight 30. I'm not going to lie. Last weekend, because it's been so light so late yep. i think i was in bed and it was light outside because it was like 8 15 yeah. or something but um you know what i feel good i get up yeah. in the morning and i feel good and that's just what i choose I to do hungover. so i feel like i can take care of my child sundays <laughs> are a lot different now much yes. more productive and it's actually i mean i used to get irritated with art because he would always have the alarm on sundays and mm-hmm. i was like why can't we just have one day but now I totally see and agree. I like getting up at the same time. It just makes it easy. It keeps that circadian yep. rhythm the same, yep. right? The rest of the week is easy to get up at that time. And I usually have a really good workout on Sunday now because I have more time. I'm not stressed to like crunch yep. time. Um, and we usually go to the gym like the three of us together. But mm-hmm. anyways, I think, you know, just realize that through different seasons of life, your friends may change yeah. and it's okay to have acquaintances and things. But if you're surrounding yourself, like it, it is... Very true. You are the average of the five people you surround yourself. That's hands down 100% true. It's really hard to be the person that is leading the pack when it's like crabs in the bucket. They're always trying Mm -hmm. to pull you back when you're trying to change. And so identify who those crabs are. Like, if you guys don't know that analogy, it's where one crab almost gets out of the bucket and all the other crabs come back and pull them down. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, think about your closest circle. Are they supporting you or are they, you know, constantly talking to you with temptation like hey do you want to get ice cream do you want to go out on sunday right or just have this you know you've been so good you deserve whatever and it's just it's annoying to be honest with you at some point you know you just kind of like get sick of it so we're gonna talk about how to deal with this and um, we have seven tips for you yep so number one is knowing your why guys this is huge like you have to have a deeper connection to the emotional aspect of losing weight or changing to a healthier lifestyle versus just like i want to lose weight if that's your only reason, like I want to lose weight so I can look better, mm-hmm. you're not going to change. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It might be temporary. You might do it temporarily, but like you need to have a deeper reason behind why you are choosing to not drink when all of your friends are drinking, why you are choosing to maybe order something that you wouldn't normally order at a restaurant when everyone else around you is ordering what you normally order. Like mm-hmm. there has to be something that's driving that. And it has to be more than just, I want to lose weight. Yeah. Especially on the days that you don't feel like doing things. Because here's the truth. We are not always motivated. Motivation ebbs and flows. And so you need to understand, like, what does this truly mean for you to change? A year from now, how is your life going to change? How are you going to feel? What does confidence look like for you? What does, you know, getting to your end goal of being a size six or size eight mean to you, right? Does it mean more confidence? Does it mean a better relationship to show up for your spouse Mm -hmm. and, you know, not want to, I'm going to say it, but like have sex with, you know, all your clothes on or something because people get so uncomfortable being intimate with their partners when they're not confident in themselves. Right. And so like everything that we do in life all comes down to how we feel about Mm ourselves. And so are you going to feel better about yourself to show up better for your spouse, to show up better and confident at work and, you know, give those presentations that you need to give to get the next raise because Mm -hmm. you deserve that. And so ask yourself why five times. So if you say, I want to lose weight, 
ask yourself, why does that matter? And if I lose weight, I can fit into my clothes. Well, why does that matter? When you fit into your clothes better, right? You feel better about yourself. You carry yourself in a different light. So just keep going with those questions of why does this matter? What does this mean? How will this change my life? Until you get down to the rue, the true reason why you want to accomplish this goal. Yeah, for sure. So the number two is that you have to have conversations, hard but crucial conversations with your friends and family sometimes. And you need to ask for their support and be specific in what you're asking from them. Like they don't know how to help you Mm -hmm. unless you tell them how to help you. Like sometimes people think they're being nice and helpful when they're offering to bring you ice cream from the freezer, when they're offering to make you a drink, when Mm -hmm. they're offering to do these things that no longer serve you and your goals anymore. So you have to be specific in what you're asking of your spouse and what you're asking of your friends. And, you know, if people are like every Friday, let's go to the bar ask people not to ask you anymore, maybe, or ask people to say, Hey, can we try something else out? Can we try, you know, renting a movie together? Can we try going bowling bowling, or can we try, you know, making a dinner together or whatever it is? You know, these things are important because these compile and add up and create our habits. Mm -hmm. And if you don't face what is holding you back, that holding you back will turn into your path. Mm -hmm. Always. If you don't face it, it will continue to be where you're at. Yep. And so you have to face that sometimes. And it's hard conversations to have because people might feel like you're attacking them. So you have to be careful about how you do it. Yeah. And I would say too, I think you have to go into this knowing that they're not necessarily on the same path and journey you are. Totally. And so you can't expect them to eat the chicken, you know, when you're eating chicken. There might be times where you're eating the chicken or the salad and they're ordering pizza or a burger. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Like in it's life. My life. Yeah. You can't control other people. And so you can't be mad at them either if they're not, you know, a hundred percent on board. But yeah. you need to be specific in how you need their help and their support. Like Becca said, they don't know unless you tell them. And so, you know, I remember saying, you know, to my significant other a long time ago, like, Hey, every Sunday you want to go out and do Sunday fun day. Like that doesn't really align with what I'm trying to accomplish. You know, I would rather go for a walk and maybe make a good dinner at home, rent a movie, play a game, do something like that. Instead of go sit at the bar, watching Mm -hmm. the games, eating cheese curds and pizza and, you know, bloody Mary's all day. While that is fun, if you're in a season of trying to accomplish a goal, that's not on your radar, right? And so you have to be specific with that. Um, And then the next thing here is educate yourself. So you need to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, this is important, guys. If you have no idea why you're not eating certain things and why you are tracking your food and why you are, you know, eating more protein or whatever it might be, it's going to be really hard to be confident and stand up for yourself when other people are peer pressuring you or when other people are asking you why you're doing something. So make sure that you educate yourself or you are asking the questions towards, you know, your coach or whatever you're following so that you understand why you are doing the things you're doing, because then it's a lot easier to be confident. And when someone asks, why are you tracking your food? Well, because I tend to overeat carbs a lot. And I know that that's not helping me right now because I want to you know, feel better and I want to improve my digestion or lose weight or whatever it might be. And I, I don't eat enough protein. So this is helping me make sure that I'm accomplishing those things. Mm-hmm. And so if you can explain that, people are like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder if I'm doing that. Like, believe me, if you are very confident in what you're telling people and you provide them information that backs up what you're doing, 
people actually become pretty interested. Mm -hmm. And then you can maybe help someone else, which is a great journey to be on. Is like being able to inspire others makes you sticking to your guns a lot easier. Yeah, 100%. And I think too is like, Becca was saying, like, if you know exactly why you're doing things, people may ask you questions. And so even be prepared for that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I thought carbs were bad, right? Yeah. Like, know that, hey, I actually go to the gym five days a week <laughs> and strength train. And so I need the carbs for fuel. And I yep. notice that my workouts are better when I plan my carbs around my workouts and my recovery has gotten better and I've gotten stronger in the gym. So knowing all of these things around, you know, why you're doing what you're doing and how it making that connection on how it shows up in other areas of your life is important for you to be able to explain things to them. Of course, if there's certain specific questions, like you can tell them like, Hey, I'll reach out to my coach or I'll, you know, send this podcast to you to listen to or something like that to give them further education and knowledge. But also remember on this path is that no one way is the right way. Exactly. Keto works for some people who have medical conditions and need it, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with high carbs. That works for some people who tolerate carbs really well, especially athletes and things like that. And so just remember that, you know, you don't want to be a zealot, um, but you want to just be able to speak to why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. The next one here is that you need to realize, and this is kind of harsh, but realize that the comments from other people are really due to their own insecurities. This is so huge, guys. And we aren't bashing on your friends or your family, but usually when someone is trying to get you to drink when you are choosing not to drink and they're drinking, it's because they have small amounts of guilt drinking by themselves. Mm -hmm. They have small amounts of guilt that they maybe want to make changes, but they just don't feel like they can. And so people often project things onto other people when they have not dealt with their own insecurities. Mm-hmm. I and think, it's just, it, it is what it is. I think some people also really struggle to recognize how much discipline that it takes yeah. and telling someone that they're proud, you know, like Becca, I'm proud of you for not yeah. drinking. I admire your discipline. I admire the fact that you want to have this wine right now, but you're choosing your goals over instant gratification. And I'm not at that place in my life to be able to make that change. That's really what's going on yep. internally, right? Yep. Is that they too may want to change, but they haven't yet gotten to a place where they either hit rock bottom and are ready to change um, or they're jealous. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of things that can be going on. And so just remember that sometimes those annoying comments, it's just insecurities and you yep. just kind of got to, you know, take a deep breath and move on and, and almost ignore them mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yep. Um, okay. Number five. And we talked about this in a recent podcast. And this is that sometimes you need to draw a line in the sand. You know, you're going to go through seasons, especially if you're working with us and you're doing periodized nutrition where you're buckling down and you're in a cut phase and you're being more disciplined and then you'll come out of that and you'll have you know more fun weeks Mm -hmm. and maintenance times right but until you build the discipline that you need you might have to say no and respectfully decline some things and this is this is hard because liz and i preach a lifestyle based nutrition approach like we do not feel that you should have to restrict your entire life to keep progress that you've worked for with that being said you might need to go through periods of restriction to be able to get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And it is, it is what it is. Some people, you know, really struggle with moderation and sometimes it's just easier for people to say no completely Mm -hmm. and be able to see progress. And some people just really can't do a glass of wine every day and still see progress. Even if everything else is on point, like even if you're including the wine in your macros, like 
alcohol has a negative impacts to the body and the body's ability to have a good body composition. It's just science. It is what it is. And so understand that like, although it's keeping within your calories and you know, you're, you're tracking the sugar and the macros or whatever it is, you have to understand that like, sometimes if you have specific goals that you want to get to, you may need to restrict to get to those goals, which is why Liz and I are very careful with our clients when we go into cut phases and are very clear and upfront with Mm -hmm. them that this is what you want. You're going to probably deprive a little bit the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, and it's really about, okay, buckling down for 14 days or 21 days. You know that you can really buckle down. Yep. The line's drawn in the sand. There's not any type of, you know, confusion here around we're including it or we're not. It's that for the next 21 days, we are adhering and we are focused. Okay. And I know that I have been in a place where chocolate chip cookies were my thing that I went to when I stress ate. Mm -hmm. And I needed those lines drawn in the sand. You know, it was not just one small chocolate chip cookie. It would either be like a big one or multiple ones. And, you know, I needed to abstain until I built that discipline to be able to moderate. Totally. Now I could have like a bite or two and I'm good, or I could share a cookie and I would be good. Um, I don't, those things don't really appeal to me anymore, but that's through years of, you know, really doing the mindset work and staying disciplined and kind of building the discipline muscle that it takes. And so just be ready when you need to go into those seasons of discipline and know that there are, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There are going to be weeks, you know, where you can go and you can enjoy a little bit more. But if you find yourself face planning at the end of that, you know, time period where you're abstaining, then you need to maybe look at how can I moderate? Yep. Yep. So number six, have a plan. And this is huge guys, especially if you're in this season where you are restricting a little bit more. I always, and my husband makes fun of me for this, I almost always look at menus ahead of time. Not because I don't think that I can make the right choice, but I personally know from experience, being in an atmosphere of a restaurant, seeing what other people are ordering, you know, getting influenced by all of that can often make me choose things that I do not want in the long term. Mm -hmm. It's an instant gratification situation. And so when I go in knowing what I want to order, I'm not tempted anymore because I've come up with a plan ahead of time that I'm holding myself accountable to that makes it much easier to say no to the things that maybe I'm in the moment wanting. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times it might be like another glass of wine or, you know, the appetizer that I probably don't need because I'm getting a full meal from a restaurant. Like knowing those things ahead of time make it a lot easier in the moment to commit to what I've already committed to. Yeah. And, you know, I would say too, if you're going out with friends and you know, there's going to be drinks involved. One of the things that I like to do is I'll either order a iced tea or just like a club soda and lime. And I'll have a couple of those before I start having like a glass of wine or whatever. Cause we know that, you know, you have a glass of wine, everybody else is ordering another round. You might get another round with them that turns into two or three. Right. And so having something else besides water, right. Cause I think it's like fun to have, you know, like something more tasty. So I'll either do a club soda and lime and then um alternate you know between and I'm the total opposite I actually enjoy having my drink before dinner so I'll have like a glass of wine before dinner or maybe two depending on what it is what mm-hmm. occasion it is and then switch once over. food comes I'm done and I switch yeah. over to water and yeah. it's kind of like I know personally I enjoy drinking because it gives you like that bro- little buzz feeling you enjoy the glass I'm not I don't enjoy it as much when I'm consuming food with it 
Yeah. Um, and so for me personally, I like to drink before dinner and then I'm done and then it doesn't impair my sleep as much. And, you know, there's some other positives of it. But yeah, that's, you know, Liz and I are different in that, that, you know, we found things that work for us and yep. you might be different too. Um, but it's just finding what works for you and kind of committing to a plan ahead of time. Yeah. And I'm going to say here, and this is a hard truth. You need to take accountability and ownership over planning ahead. Totally. You cannot come back and tell your coach on Monday, well, all I had options were pizza and burgers. So that's what I ate. That's on you because you didn't plan ahead. Yeah. You could have easily brought some other snacks with you. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of options out there. Um, and so what you need to do is just own it. Like, hey, I chose to have this pizza because that's what I wanted in the moment. It wasn't the best choice, but that's what I made. And this is how I felt after. And so I learned from this experience. So I think, you know, having a plan and going into it will alleviate a lot of stress. But if you don't have a plan, then take accountability for the fact that you didn't Mm -hmm. plan ahead. Okay. Um, The last one here is be proud of who you are. Yeah, this you guys, I think that this is the biggest thing is like when you are in these situations of temptation and you almost feel ashamed to say that you aren't, you know, eating something. Liz and I have both reached a place in our journeys. I'm very proud of being the healthy person. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you think that I'm lame. I don't care if you think that, you know, I shouldn't I should be enjoying things or whatever it might be like. I'm proud of being the person that picks the healthier option at a restaurant when everyone else is ordering a greasy, big, fat burger. I'm proud of the person that works out on vacation, even if it's inconvenient, because I know it makes me feel better. Like, Mm -hmm. I am proud of those things, and being proud of them and being passionate about them makes it much easier to do. Yeah. If you're constantly feeling ashamed of, like, inconveniencing others by bringing your own food or you know planning ahead or not ordering what everyone else is ordering or whatever it might be it's going to be really hard to do this long term yeah and I think there's a couple things there you got to let go of the judgment from them because Mm -hmm. you're going to feel like people are judging you constantly yep and you have to just build this confidence over time, right? Like you're doing these things for you. And this goes back to number one if you know your why and you have that deep connection you really shouldn't be concerned about what other people think about it or, you know, how they feel about it. Like you're not doing these things to push your beliefs, your changes, your lifestyle on them, you know, so don't also be the person that's judging other people no. either and making comments that, because this can be reversed too, yes. right? This I've is been in zealots. <laughs> yeah. This is the zealot situation. I've been in situations where somebody's like, well, you're a nutrition coach. How, you're going to eat that cookie? Uh, yeah, I am going to eat this cookie and no, it's not going to derail my goals. I cannot count how many times I had situations where I was at a gym gathering and people were like, oh, I was totally watching what you were eating so I could decide what I was going to eat. Do you guys live your life? Okay. Live your life. If you want to ask me a question about what I'm doing, ask me a question about what I'm doing. Do not judge me or watch me from afar. Like live your life. Okay. That is actually so true because we've had a lot of gym parties and I feel like it's constantly people watching what I'm eating. It's like, I'm not looking at what you're eating. So you don't need to worry about what I'm eating. I'm looking at your plate judging you. I feel confident because I'm proud of who I am. I feel confident with the food choices that I'm making. If I have planned deviations, that's because I've planned ahead for it. And this is also going out to all of our clients out there that are listening. I do not judge you for what you choose to do. I am here to help you and support you. Do not feel like you are ashamed or you are upsetting me or you are, you know, disappointing me. me. Yeah, we get that a lot. That is not the situation going on here. Liz and I are here to support you. We are here to help you hold accountable. 
And we are here to give you the tools you need to reach your goals. We are not here to judge you and make you feel like a failure. Okay. So please get that precondition out of your mind (laughs) that you think you are failing us or you are upsetting us by doing something that you don't think you should have done. No, That's just know that we're going to we're going to ask you the hard questions yep. following these times, right? Because we've been there, we've done these things, we've face planted plenty of times, and we needed somebody in our corner to ask us the hard questions. So, you know, rather than feeling like you're disappointing us or feel like you're failing us, just recognize that we're going to have a deeper conversation here around the thought processes and the mindset um, in these times to help you get better and to help you overcome these hurdles. So with that, we hope you've enjoyed this episode and we will be back on Friday. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. 